0: convincing story that maps onto reality and that's why the central narrative is falling apart right now in the United States people should not be walking around with must see the central narrative for the fiction that it is you are American while elections are sometimes messy this was a secure election The founders began the fight for human liberty and self-governance and it's up to us to finish the job I tell you what we are in a truth emergency right now this is the end game. Who is at Q? Society's most dangerous boogeyman may have returned on Truth Social. Why isn't the media warning us? Part two, who could believe such a thing? Not only is it important to marginalize and silence anyone who's suspected of thinking like a QAnon, it's important to let Others know how important it is. It's crucial. If we are to survive, it must be done. The sooner QAnons are gone, the sooner we can get back to normal while making progress. The media has made it their mission to lead the charge against QAnon by calling them out again and again for well over four years now. When something is called out by the media, People understand it is their duty to direct hate toward whatever has been called out. The calling out of QAnon has continued despite the fact that there has not been any Q related happening of any sort since December 8th, 2020. The fact that I am able to discuss QAnon at this length without calling out QAnon surely must make me a dirty QAnon, whether I am or not. I do not identify as a Q follower, but that's not for me to judge. That's for the writers at Newsweek and people who edit their selfies to decide. Because I have a set of rational, plausible, unauthorized beliefs about a wide range of subjects, I am a no good, very bad, no-no person, a QAnon. That these beliefs are backed by far more evidence than the claim that masking up will help prevent the spread of an aerosolized viral bioweapon is irrelevant to the people who thought mask wearing was necessary for modeling good behavior. As our betters, the very good people determined that regardless of whether or not masks worked, they don't. They should be worn out of respect. Our betters demanded symbolic displays of respect performed in public in honor of their power. Rules don't have to make sense, but they must be followed. Societies least powerful and least fortunate, otherwise known as those most easily harmed by COVID policies, were forced to cover their faces despite the physical and psychological harms masks inflict to show respect. Someone has to show those QAnon nutjobs how they should act. It's not a big deal. Those who have been following Q posts since Q's inception see me, I think, as an open-minded guy who wants to know what the Q phenomenon is all about. They know, and I know, that they know infinitely more about Q than I do. They had a three-year head start in their process of understanding one of the most confusing, complex, undefinable and downright fascinating phenomena in the history of information. Truthfully, I'm a bit jealous of the fun they had. To people who know the most about Q, I am not a Q follower. To the people who know virtually nothing about Q and little more about what I think, I have become crazy and joined the cult of the no-no people. I am a conspiracy theorist. I am a Q anon, And for that, I must be destroyed. I ignored Q from its inception. I hadn't seen or read a post, certainly not in any serious way, until late summer of 2020. I became aware of Q through various news stories and podcasts, but it seemed far out and silly, exactly as it was framed to seem. I saw a weirdo with a Q sign at a Trump speech or something. I saw their crazy, WWG1WGA in their Twitter profiles. Where we go one, we go all. They're trying to pretend they're looking out for one another for the betterment of humanity, like they're all in it together as a country, truly cult like. Everyone knows that the people actually helping are as follows BLM Incorporated, Antifa's Angels. Nancy Pelosi, who invented San Francisco and is your favorite drunk aunt slash daughter of a mobster and communist. Don Lemon, who is currently being tried for a sex crime. The guy on MSNBC, Rachel Maddow. I mean, Chris Hayes. The report button on Twitter. Chrissy Teigen, Sean Penn, Fidel Castro's bastard son, Warzone reporters, Adam Kinzinger, Liz Cheney, who has totally made up for her father's war crimes. At least three Bushes that we know of. And don't look up Prescott. He's not one of the three. Hillary Clinton's lawyers. Stacey Abrams stomping out voter ID laws with her extraordinary political weight. The abstract sound of one six. If someone utters insurrection in your presence. Powerful sanctions only a QAnon like Putin would ignore. And the ghost of Kiev. Upon deciding that this radical cult of demonic worshippers of the unmasked face was worth a serious look, I was confronted with cryptic posts on Internet sites with ubiquitous cartoon frogs where Nike and Apple logos should be. What is this? I thought these people don't even work at think tanks or Ivy League universities. I can't trust these anonymous people. What if they're not diverse enough? What if Q is a white man like Ron Watkins from the HBO documentary, who's at least half white like Barack Obama? Despite this venture into racism, I pressed on mistakenly valuing my future understanding of an important and complex topic over my all too human need to know the skin color of the person providing the information, not making sure what race people are before listening to them is white supremacy. But nevertheless, I persisted was the information I was consuming produced by a suitable quota of BIPOC women or AAPI gender fluids. Who knows? I was sucked into the cult before I could seek the guidance of Joy Reed. I didn't even think to ask my fellow white Joy Behar. I literally just turned off my brain and started doing whatever the cult said. It was the cult that made me refuse to post the black square on Instagram while my more normal fellow whites were solving racism. The cult is what makes it hard for me to openly call for the death of insurrectionists before their trials, even though they attacked the citadel of our democracy. This claim subject to change. Who knows what's in those 14,000 hours of unreleased security camera footage from the Capitol that day? Am I right? Definitely not overwhelming proof of corrupt government involvement. I read through 10 or 20 or 50 Q posts. I can't remember. All of a sudden, I was reading about scandalous uranium deals, MS-13, political intrigue, crimes committed by powerful politicians, secret meetings, Obama's flights around the world to visit world leaders just before President Trump was set to arrive for talks, and how the Democrats were the party of the Confederacy and the Klan. Do all of these issues matter in the real world? Yes, undoubtedly. But we must not learn about them. If we do, we might be inclined to think there's some connection between these important issues, simply because all the same people are involved in each. But that's likely just a coincidence. Attributing meaning to a connected series of facts after placing them in their proper context is conspiracy thinking. That is what we are told. No matter how much proof, no matter how obvious and admitted the crimes are, they simply did not happen until and unless the TV says they did. Reading Q posts or Q related research is dangerous. Reading about Q from authorized sources is the best way to understand what's really happening. But here's the thing, normies and very edgy people. Q posts can't hurt you. Q posts are information, among other information. That's all. You don't become a different person by reading them. I don't know all of the science, trademark. But I'm certain Q posts do not conjure black magic and cast spells to hypnotize and confuse the masses. If they did, there would be advertisements next to them. This is a Q post. Q post number 17. Why does Obama travel in advance of POTUS to foreign locations? Why is this relevant? Focus on the power of POTUS as it relates to the Marines. How can M.I. be applied to prosecute bad actors and avoid corrupt agencies and judges. Biggest drop on poll. Above is reason why the shills are sliding. In case you didn't know, shills log and send new info back to ASF for instruction. They use a five-prong prepackaged injection. One post auto-generates four more at random designated times common drive of posts they all tap into since they misjudge the influence of the mainstream media. They are aggressively looking to censor throughout major platforms in exchange for CIA slush funds and WW access for expansion of said networks. Everything they do has been forecasted and prepared for scary, isn't it? Can you believe these questions? Who would even want to think about the answers? Crazy people, that's who. Q would post multiple times some days and then go weeks between posts. There are nearly 5,000 Q posts, questions like those above, memes, seemingly indecipherable codes, government documents, videos, and interactions with Anons. Some posts seem to prove Donald Trump and the people around him were not only aware of Q and the community but we were actively playing along. The president and his people, too, were under the spell of the cult. Again, there is no QAnon. There is Q, the person or group or AI that creates the Q posts, and there are Anons. Anons are simply people doing research on the internet and sharing it to help refine the community's understanding of significant issues in the world. This process occurs within a free market of ideas without the boundaries of censorship, whether the censorship is active via big tech bans or passive in public shaming campaigns. The researchers are anonymous, which means they can't demand trust by virtue of their credentials. The community checks one another's work to see if it's evidence based and logical, rather than assuming everything said is true. For instance, the very smart people trademark, know that Kamala Harris is a strong, capable BIPOC woman. QAnons think she's an incompetent status seeker who rose in politics by trading sexual favors to a still married Willie Brown in exchange for overpaid political appointments to posts she had no special qualifications for other than being willing to do whatever she was told forever. While in various offices in California, her corruption destroyed the lives of actual Californians. Her record is horrendous and immoral. Kamala Harris is less popular than the least popular president ever, Joe Biden. This remains true despite Biden's own daughter describing showers with her father that were, in her words, probably inappropriate. Kamala Harris may be even less popular than the artist and crack-smoking Don Juan of Instagram escorts himself, Hunter Biden. But QAnon's believe it just because they have all the facts on their side and no one can disprove them. They don't even care what the TV says. Continue on to part three. If you'd like to read the whole series, you can find it imyourmoderator.substack.com. The entire series is available for subscribers. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash imyourmoderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at Moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and Bitchute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'mYourModerator.Substack.com. The merch site is CancelCouture.com or go direct Shop.Spreadshirt.com slash Cancel-Couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko- Fi.com slash moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon. Down on the range.